Brothers and sisters, the appointed time has grown short. From now on, let even those who have wives be as though they had none. And those who mourn as though they were not mourning. And those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing. And those who buy as though they had no possessions. And those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the present form of this world is passing away. Well, good morning. If you would stand with us as we sing. Just to know that you were near is enough. 
guys maybe see them. Will you enter with me into a time of confession? With each confession I share, please respond with, grant us your grace. Let us pray. God of all, we are in need of your forgiveness. We have dwelt too much on our merits. Grant us your grace. We have judged the shortcomings of others. We have ignored the needs of others. We have adopted the world's ways. We have been too busy to pray. We have been too self-focused. We have held too tightly to things. We have been unwilling to surrender. God of all, hear now our silent prayers.
O to grace, O to grace, how great our debtor, daily I come straight to thee, let thy that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, you guys. I probably saw most of you when you came to New Student Orientation, I'm the one who told you don't drink the punch, but we're not gonna talk about that today. <laughs> I also wanna tell you that I remember sitting in chapel when I was a freshman, and I really can't remember back that far, but I sat right back there, and I remember sitting back there listening to someone speak, and I said, Lord, I promise, this is a true story. I said, Lord, if you ever give me the opportunity to speak in front of people, please do not let me be that boring. So I hope that I won't be boring um, in the next couple of minutes for you guys. Now, I would guess that at some point, some of you, if not many of you, maybe have been to a store where you look through posters. You know, like to decorate an apartment or your house or uh, dorm room. But you looked at posters or prints, and they usually always have some long, narrow ones that will have cool quotes or cool poems. And usually they'll have one that's a poem that's called Deserata, which was written by Max Ehrman. Now, it's a secular poem, but there's a wonderful line in that poem that I want to share with you guys today. And here's what it says. It says, if you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. I want you to think about that for a second. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter. Comparison is such a dangerous thing. Now let me ask you this, just so, so I can know. I, I've been helping my mom, this ought to tell you something, helping my mom learn about Facebook, which has been a real challenge. And then she just got an iPhone. You talk about a real challenge. Um, she didn't want all of her Facebook stuff showing up on her iPhone. And I was like, why not? That's so simple. In fact, when she was looking at an iPhone, she said, I showed her mine, and she said, yeah, I really don't think I want an iPhone. I think I'd really rather have a smartphone. 
I said, Mom, that is a smartphone. But anyway, so Facebook. So she, she got onto Facebook, and she's seeing the news feed. And she was like, what is all this? I said, Mom, just, just don't go to that. Go to your homepage. But anyway, let me ask you, how many of you have your Facebook set so that you read the news feed daily? Let me just see a show of hands. How many of you read the news feed daily? Come on, that's up. Okay. Now, here's what I want you to think about. When you read the news feed, I'm going to make some assumptions here. And I'm going to assume that you are going to fall somewhere on this spectrum. And at one end of the spectrum are people who look at the news feed, and the emotion that they feel is not one of, I feel better about myself now. In fact, they've looked at the news feed and they're saying, wow, my life is so boring. Why is everybody else getting married and I'm not? I mean, you think, gosh, my life's awful compared to everybody else. And then you have the people at the other end of the spectrum who are saying, wow, I've got the coolest news feed today. Wow, what can I put on there tomorrow? Hey, I think I'll make something and post a picture of it. That'll be cool. And so they're trying to convince the rest of us that they have a really cool life when they really don't. You know, so <laughs> you're probably somewhere on that spectrum. But the point is, does it create this feeling of comparison? Are you going out there to compare yourself to other people? Someone once said, and there's a dispute as to who actually said this, so we won't list a person, but comparison is the thief of joy. It really can steal joy from your life if you are constantly trying to compare yourself to others. Julia Hung read our scripture verse earlier, uh, the passage that Paul wrote in Philippians. And you know what I think we sometimes miss from that passage? It's a very simple section and just a few words, because this is what Paul said. He said, I have learned to be content. He doesn't say, I was born with contentment. My parents gave me the gift of contentment. He says, I've learned to be content. And what he's saying to you and to me is that that is something that we can learn to do. But you can't learn to do that if you're not focusing on what God has ordained for your life, if you're comparing yourself to others. You have to focus on that. Now, some of you may be thinking, I'm in a bad situation right now. I'm in a bad relationship. I'm in a stressful home situation. How can I be content in that? Those are only for a season. Know that when we face struggles, they're only for a season. But at some point in your life, your parents won't be quite as controlling as maybe they are right now, and you will step out and take full control of your life. And at that point, you will choose either relationships that God has ordained or situations that God has, has ordained, but avoid the ones that you know he has not blessed because you will not find contentment if you seek out the wrong things. When I was a student at Baylor, there was a passage I found in Proverbs. It comes from Proverbs chapter 30. And I want to share that passage with you because it became a prayer for me. And when I read passages, I take those passages and then I filter them through my heart and I say them back to God. And so this is basically how I say this prayer. I've said, Lord, two things I ask of you. Please don't refuse me before I die, but keep deceptions and lies far from me. Don't let me not be a person of integrity. I want people to trust me. And give me neither poverty nor riches, but feed me with the portion that is mine. Lord, let me be content in what you've ordained for my life and what you have for me. Because I don't want to have so much 
that I forget about you? Let me segue for a second. You may study Dietrich Bonhoeffer in your philosophy or theology classes, but this is what Dietrich Bonhoeffer said. He said, Satan does not fill us with hatred for God, but with forgetfulness for God. Don't allow your lives to become so full that you are filled with forgetfulness of God. And that you think, oh, I can do all of this on my own. Why do I need God? That's the pride seeping in. And Father, don't let me want so many things. Don't let me look at other people and keep comparing myself to others so that I want so many things. And I eventually do things that dishonor you. But feed me with the portion that is mine. And so my prayer for each one of you today is that you will really guard against that challenge to want to compare yourself to others. And don't think that it goes away after you graduate. It's probably stronger right now than it will be the rest of your life, but it will always be there. Be content in what God has ordained for you and your life, who he created you to be. And so with that, I want you to quietly stand for the benediction. And I just want to say a prayer over you guys before you leave. So pray with me. Father, I pray that you will continue to search out each one of these individuals, that you have brought them here, Father, I believe, for a reason, for a purpose. You have brought them to Baylor University in this place where, where your presence is so apparent. But Father, I pray that you will continue to work in their hearts and their souls and that you will give them the strength to battle against that desire to compare themselves to others and that you will help them feel your blessings and your contentment and your peace, a peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Father, for all the ways you bless us and that you keep us. Never let us go. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed. Thank you.